Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Hello and welcome to Football List of the Arsenal. I am Roy Hilton. Josh, Psychic Josh is here. Welcome. Thank you. Um, we're joined by Ricky Lawrence, who's Hello. been here a few times. Yes. Um, you're a bit late, Ricky, but we yep. let you off. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Always blames the Northern Line, Ricky. It's never your own fault. <laughs> no. Well, the Northern Line is, isn't a good line, let's face it. Do you think? It needs a major upgrade. What's your favourite line? Um, favourite line, Jubilee. Jubilee is like, Why? It's like lush. It's yeah. like luxurious. I like the Victoria line. It always seems to work and it's quick. Okay. Alan's this is an interesting uh, Piccadilly line because it goes to us. Oh, oh, oh. nice one. Very good. Clever. Uh, that's the voice of Alan Algos here. Welcome, Alan. Cheers, boy. Um, a man of some expertise, not only on As- Arsenal's um, A team, but also on our other teams as well, which I always like to mention. Mm. For example, you, you said in our, in our Nigerian section, like, when we refer to the Nigerian section, do you think people know what they're talking about? Maybe you should no. give it some context. We do, this, we do a kind of special Nigerian thing for our Nigerian listeners, which obviously listeners to the normal podcast don't hear, but we, do it, we record it before we start this main, the main body of the podcast. Yes. And Alan was talking about how you, you did big up one of our players of the season in your tweets. So if we go back in your tweets, we look for Hector Bellerin, you will be bigging him up when he was like, I no will, one had heard of I him. I will be bigging him up live from Underhill at a game where we're go. probably playing Reading under 21s or Reading that's, Reserves or that's something. That's the like. level of expertise yeah, that's that's <laughs> I had something similar this week. Oh, I'd, yeah. I'd gone to see Aston Villa early in the season play against Leighton Orient, who are my second team in a way. Yeah. And they played each other in the, in the Carling Cup, or the League Cup, as it was, in the second round. And, and Orient actually won at Aston Villa, which is funny to think that in the other cup competition, Villa mm. have obviously gone all the way. 
and they played quite a second string Villa, but they played Grealish, who was one of his first games, Aston Villa. Oh. And then today, someone came back to me who I'd been in a conversation, an Aston Villa fan after the game, and pointed out that I'd highlighted Grealish as, a, oh. as the best player on the pitch, and did then otherwise see, poor Aston Villa team. Did you see what Jack Grealish is? Back of the papers today. What's he done, Greedy? He's, he's the latest in the oh, in crack. the in the balloon. Crack, I think yeah, that's what it's called, isn't it? No, it's really? Yeah, yeah. he's been sniffed on Raheem. No, he's on the balloon. The with balloon. Sterling and I meant uh, what have you done? Smoke yeah. Raheem. Smoke yeah. it. Take it. Yeah, yeah. Inhale it. Is that what you do? Yeah, hijack. Um, I've never hijack done it. Was the, uh, Hi- oh dear. How oh, very good. Amazing. Um, that's well, well. Maybe we'll get to uh, our opponents in the cup sure. final later. We'll talk about the semi final. Obviously, that's going to be the main body of this podcast. No way. Yeah. Uh, a full analysis and discussion of the day. You two sat together. So Al, you, uh, Josh and Alan sat together. We sat right? together. Yeah, we did. Well, we've got yeah. to tell you what Alan's major problem was. We, I think we should get uh, that out of the way first get, and foremost. Really? Oh, I want to go through the rest of the menu first. Okay. Let's, that's a good taster. Alan's got, Alan had a big Alan problem. Had a major issue okay. with the semi-final. Ricky, were you there? He almost left. Where I were you sitting? I was behind the goal when none of the action happened, but in the upper tier. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was right next to the media seats. Very good seats. I had, I had. But not in a corporate seat. Not a corporate, no. Non-corporate. As good as you can get without actually being fully corporate. In fact, they were so non-corporate, I had a bunch of idiot <laughs> people sat next to us. Uh, and we'll still talk about that. We'll, t- we'll look forward to the huge Chelsea match on uh, Sunday, is it? Yeah, yep. Sunday, four o'clock. We'll look at our remaining games, kind of like we did last week, except, except again. Uh, oh, Fabregas, what's going on with him? when we welcome him back to the Emirates on Sunday. Vieira, future manager, question mark, it says here on the menu. Champions League seedings. Champions League seedings. Oh, yeah, I don't really understand that. A story, yeah. And, uh, oh, player of the year. That'll be good. One item is missing from the menu. Sure. Josh. It's, it's always just suggestions. I, I welcome yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, I got the result correct in predictions last week of the semi I, I highlighted this on the Twitter account well, to be fair that's all very well but it should be a not full it should be the big menu I mean <laughs> you as got as it like, absolutely spot on we could spend the next half an hour talking about how accurate my prediction was as far as I'm concerned I think across the season you would win I'll give you that well, that's no doubt but not only <laughs> did I predict that we did the result yeah. I also predicted it'd be one all for quite a long time yeah. I think I predicted the whole way the thing might played out I, I don't want to listen to it again in full to check <laughs> but basically and I also because went we went to the pub we had a pub lunch first your gastro pub gastro pub was it good it was very nice with Dermot and Dan and various other people were these the idiots sitting next to you you spoke of earlier no 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 these were the nice <laughs> people. people we were oh, the okay. nice there were other okay. m- we, we, we went with some Reading people as well because one of Dermot's best mates is a big Reading fan oh. he had a, so it was an interesting but did he sit with you no no they sat in there okay. Um, anyway, I gave them my full prediction. They were astonished how accurate it was afterwards. Let me just say, this is just more prediction. No, fair enough. myself up. Fair enough. Things. You uh, deserve it. We won't spend the whole podcast talking about it. Well, I think we should talk about what... Yeah, yeah let's talk about this. Alan, so what so Alan had a major issue. It was how loud the speakers were in oh, the stadium. Interesting. Because we were both sat very near one of these speakers. Yeah. And then a few other people have mentioned this to me since. We were like deafened at half-time before the game. Yeah. I mean, Alan, you can take it up from here. No, you, you couldn't hear yourself think. And I, I, I had my son with me. and um, That's he, not me. I mean, That's someone sitting yeah. there. Just <laughs> to be clear. He, he was to the left yeah. of me, just to the right. And uh, it, it, it was so loud at one point, he was actually in tears. And he, oh my it God. doesn't really get like that. Because it was just deafeningly loud. But the one thing that... I mean, I actually went at half time and went into the, the to the inf- information lady, and she just stared at me blankly, just right. saying that I could fill in a form, which I didn't <laughs> want to do. I just said, "Look, the speakers are really loud. There yeah. might be a fault with them or something like that." But I think one of my main gripes on the day, and since then, I've I've noticed plenty of other people saying this about both semi finals and past games at Wembley. The the announcer that they actually employ for the for the FA games and the Wembley games. Mm. To put it bluntly, is an absolute idiot. <laughs> and the kind of things that he does just beg a belief. Yeah. 
including what I thought was the weirdest and possibly funniest thing of the weekend when he built up to saying, and your fourth official is Andre Mariner, as if it was the most important thing that anyone had ever said <laughs> over I remember that. Yeah. He growled every single yeah. name, every single substitution, and took to one of the weirdest things I've ever heard uh, <laughs> before a game by a Tano announcer was actually mentioning stats and whether or not Reading could... I mean, I love stats, you know, don't get me wrong. But he was actually mentioning when there'd last been a hat-trick in the final and whether or not Reading would be able to shock us and there hasn't (laughs) been a shock. He was actually commentating as if he was on TV. And I was just thinking, (laughs) shut up, it's noisy enough. Do we know the show? I've looked into who this could be. Are we going to name and shame this? No, no. The funniest thing about this is... The funniest thing about this is... I know exactly who it is. Oh, okay. Is it this guy? No, it's not him. No. Josh is holding up, holding no. up the Twitter this feed. This guy on his Twitter bio, I won't name it, says, uh, Match Day MC at Watford FC in 1997 and at Wembley Stadium since it reopened in 2007. Ooh. So Ooh. I thought it might be him. Okay, well, no, the, the guy that this was doing it for the game, the semi-final, okay. is the same guy we've had for our conference final when I used to work for the conference seven yeah. years running. Uh, okay. So I, I did find out that when I got home, I actually had his phone number in my phone and could easily have just texted him to shut up during the game and what not moaned all the way through. We should have arranged a live phone call now <laughs> yeah. just to ring him up and yeah. uh, put him on some pressure. Uh, I but, have to agree that he was a joker. Um, I did think that. He also, on top of all the things you mentioned, which I think were absolutely true, he got the, I think he got some of the pronunciations wrong as well. I'm sure he's called, he said Pogromniak yeah, for Pogromniak, isn't yeah, it? It's Pogromniak. Yeah. yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, Pogromniak. I mean, you've only got like 22 names to name and maybe some substitutes. Yeah, so. you, should, you should do some research about what they're, what they're called, I think. And he had some strange pronunciations of our players as well. Yeah, he was a doofus. And yeah, definitely, I'm glad someone else noticed <laughs> it because the first thing I said after the game, I said to my Spurs supporting friend, and he made the point that I think at five they have the club announcers so we'll have the guy yes. who's been here before has yeah, been yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, well it's yeah. not say Nigel Mitchell Nigel does Mitchell. the pitch but it won't he oh, doesn't right, do okay, up yeah. in there so okay. there'll be two of us yeah no I couldn't believe how annoying he was yeah. well the agree. good news is he's got another chance to get it right in well, six weeks' not. time at the hopefully, final. Hopefully we'll have our... What do you think? I what? think I'm sure for the final... just ditch him for like his big no, moment. I think he does a semi-final. Maybe they're like he... there to help, but he, they can't just ditch him in entirety. I'm I've, sure got a feeling, the, Ricky, I've got a feeling, Ricky, they just wrong? come and help because oh, yeah. Yeah. Paul Burrell was there on uh, Saturday okay. and he did do a 20-minute segment. team or anything? He did a 20-minute segment. He called out our team first and then it went off to the main guy and he did it twice. Um Loudly and incorrectly, loudly. as Boyd says. But luckily, I, 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 I thought maybe am I being a bit old with this music thing? Maybe I'm a bit, bit <laughs> oh, the music was terrible, a bit well. grumpy yeah. with it. With, yeah. with was it very loud for you, Boyd? In the yeah, well, I, remember, I do remember walking in we, when we got to the stadium in yeah. good time, which is rare for us, by the way. About I wouldn't know twenty minutes half an hour before the game. Yeah. we were met with a, a, an enormously loud. It was like a disco. It was like walking to a effing disco in Ibiza or something. <laughs> well, there you go. Some hugely loud dance music, like booming out into yeah. the quite kind of. It's, it's quite intense that bit when you walk into the. Way. It's quite. There's a lot of low ceiling. Yeah. you know, in the bit where you're getting your beer and everything. It, I didn't know. Think, but that. what the hell is why, he playing? Why at? did he play Ruby by the Kaiser Chiefs right up until <laughs> right up until the first ball was touched in the <laughs> second half of extra time? I think. Yeah, and it doesn't allow. No, the fans to sing no, it doesn't allow an atmosphere no. to be created I want, yeah, I want, I luckily mean, I everyone else said the same especially loads of Liverpool fans although they'd yeah. have come out less you know not yeah. as happy as we it, were I, don't, I got in, to the stadium quite late because I had a bit of a rush from an event up north but I got there oh, yeah, you're but then I got north. to the ground about 15 minutes before there was a huge queue to get in yeah, yeah. like massive like, it, like as in, I missed the first couple of minutes the year of the game before the it was semi-final, terrible the tickets in. didn't actually work 
for a number of people. Well, you shouldn't oh, buy God. them from Tell, should you? That's your first mistake. <laughs> and no, a of, number of people did complain that at least one we, of the turnstiles didn't work. We will, we will talk about the, the match eventually. Well, well I'm loving this. I, I don't care what the listeners think. I'm loving this. But the yeah. other thing I want to We still need to discuss what you had for lunch. You just told us you had Oh, very, uh, very nice. We had burgers, mate. It was very, I had a good veggie oh. burger, yeah. It was a okay. uh, kind of mushroom and, um, what's that? Feta Horse, cheese kind feta of cheese, burger. It was good. What was your pre-match, Ricky? What were you doing? What did I do pre-match? I went to, oh, can, can I can I name yeah. uh, Lantica in Hampstead? It's my chance to big up the best pizza. No, oh. you should definitely get Lantica in Hampstead right oh, next Atlantica. to the station. No, just Lantica. Lantica. L, L sorry. Uh, okay. Yeah, nice. Italian. And that was your pre-match. Yeah. No, apparently, apparently, Mertesacker is a big fan. No, I've never well, seen him in there. I do go there quite often. If you go there pre-match, in- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, surprisingly, he was spotted in the burger place by the Everyman as well the other week. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe Ricky that's was. why he's not on form. He's busy <laughs> with burgers and pizza. Swanning around Hampstead. Yeah, um, nice. I was sat next to the, the media bit where yeah. I was invited, which I snubbed, remember the thing. Yes. But my mate went to... Man the, of the people. My mate, who's a big, who's a big <laughs> Liverpool fan, went the next day to, that, to his match and he was invited as well, but on the same kind of um, and jolly. And he did go. And he did go. And he had, had, apart from that, they lost. He had the greatest day of his life. He could not go. He was so, he was so incredible. Well, we so not only, not only did they... Um, they sat in those media seats where you have the little video thing with you and you can watch, like, play yeah. all that. It was incredible. They got to. They stood there while the teams arrived, and, and he was saying how incredible it was to watch them, like the different players. And he said, by far the nicest Liverpool player was that idiot with the, you know, what's his name, who we didn't sign, Balotelli. Balotelli. He said, yeah. by far, he was like by far the kind of friendliest, mm. funniest guy. That was interesting. Wow. And just he, the whole day was like he had, he had absolute access to standing there watching the players. Well, so well, I did miss. What, I mean, obviously we'll get on to the final. Yeah, we'll get on to about the Villa, game. but like. Are you already thinking, are you tempted now for the final if you get well, re-invited? Well, I, oh, I, I, I can't imagine they're inviting me again because I, not, I, I, I initially I accepted then I changed my mind. <laughs> so That's like the worst, I think I'm isn't totally, it? Yeah. You're better just think, making an excuse straight away. I think they away. think I'm some kind of moron for not accepting. The other thing I wanted to say about the crowd before we get on to the actual game is the 5.20 kickoff. Oh. What it means is the drinking level yeah. was astonishing. I mean, I, I'm, I think, I'm party excluded, there was like five of us. Pretty much everyone in the area where we were, and bearing in mind it must have been the most expensive seats because we were right next to, sure. right in the middle, kind yeah. of, in the Arsenal bit, next to the media seats, everyone was pissed out of their heads. Well, well Alex same, Brooker same spoke about this, didn't he? At Who did? Alex Brooker. Oh, yeah, Alex. So yeah, I, messaged, yeah. I messaged Alex, yeah. I was like, there's probably some like, equilibrium going on at the moment because I've just driven all the way down the M6, I like, yeah. bombed it for three hours, yeah. didn't, ha- didn't have time for a single drink before I sat in my seat, and he takes me going, you know, that he fell asleep again. Did he? Yeah. Brilliant. I mean, can you? Shocking. It's the kickoff time. Absolutely, it's too late. Five twenty. But we had idiots calm. behind us, Josh. That oh, were we had two getting in a fight. Yeah, it was. Ter- so, it was proper handbags. Was was about ter- what? How did it start? Well, about about not, well, not getting behind well, the team. I think it's, it's funny, really. Oh, yeah, because, well, there's loads yeah. of that in our area. Yeah, mm. a bloke stood up. A bloke before you tell yourself. A bloke. A bloke who was wearing what can only be described as a silk, a yellow silk Arsenal scarf. Round his neck, kind of cravat style. Yeah, he looked like. Imagine we called. I called him Rick Jagger because it was like he modelled himself <laughs> on Mick Jagger, and he looked like an idiot. He's probably, if he's listening, he'd probably send me a death threat. But he was, still, he was going, "Why are you real Arsenal fans? Why are you, well, we're all, we were, you know, we were seeing as much as we wanted. If you pay whatever sixty-five, eighty quid, or whatever we paid, we can do what the f we want." Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So they, they, that was the, what was happening in your area. Fighting. No, we, we we had a guy that was being critical of the team, and then and it wasn't me. I mean, if you listen to the podcast, I do come across like that. But if I'm at a game, I'm yeah. Obviously, support the team yeah. uh, while they're playing. But um, he, he just turned around to a guy and said, "You've been moaning all match." And then he picked out individual players that he was moaning about. And 
it became his, mate, like, his mate tried to chip in to actually quieten it down, and he said, "You can shut up as well." And it's like, it became like, "You Josh, shut up, Josh, no, you shut up." Oh, Josh, Josh asked me to protect his face. You know, I did. I said, yeah. if, it, "I said if it kicks off, if we yeah. get involved, yeah, I'm relying on you." His face is his fortune. <laughs> yeah, uh, very nicely tanned my face, and I went after a lovely another week. Very in the pale, sunshine. very pale. Um, but the, 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 we were talking about after. There definitely is this thing that, like, the semi that that's the semi final at Wembley. When you have like over thirty thousand tickets and that kickoff, there's something about it that does attract the certain type of player. You don't fan rather. We don't normally see. I mean, obviously not in my posh, in my posh section of, uh, of Arsenal. Level. But no. actually, club. I'm, I, I do say this a lot, but club level is sort of very normal. People just happen to spend all their money on going to Arsenal. Yeah. But it was definitely a different crowd, wasn't it? Of like drunk it felt, it. it felt edgier. I, thought, I do yeah, agree. Edgier, yeah. And Ricky, and, and yet this must just be the people who are normally in the. Did you have a ground? lovely, a lovely time with lovely? Uh, uh, they had a very, very grumpy man who was by himself. Who came late? It was one of those classics that came late, left early to this, before the second half started. Came late to the second half and left early as well. When I say left late, uh, early, he left early of the extra time. Didn't leave before the ninety minutes. Oh, right, right. But okay. yeah, and just grumbled to himself, turned yeah. around, tried to speak to me, and he, he wasn't you really my kind of fella. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he, seen, loved him. he seen a bit nuts. For, too nuts. Yeah, the me. nutty people. That's what I mean. There were kind of nutty people there. But they by must himself. be there at normal games. Do you think they just sort of like because of sixty thousand uh, rather think, than thirty? Yeah, 000. I think that tra- draws in the kind of people who probably can't but in theory, go. Though. This, I mean, if you think about it, yeah. There was only about, I think, 1,500 tickets that went down to silver members. Mm. So you pretty much got only season ticket holders there in your crowd. Yeah. So that is your core. So maybe that is our it just core. Doesn't, oh, maybe. It just doesn't feel like your regulars. It feels like a special group, a special group. Well, like they're uh, bust in for the day. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't I wasn't, think I wasn't happy. But I mentioned what? this about the Emirates on the, the last time I was here, saying that people come in you know, late, they... They're sitting there on iPads with kids. They're, they're bringing in sandwiches. The woman knitting once. <laughs> oh, yeah, but that's uh, Two different. people asleep. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean that's, we've, that's we've just got a very edgy. weird fan base since the move from... Oh, Bradbury. no, those, I agree with that. Those people are insufferable, the film, the film and the iPads. This was a most different, like, more aggressive, weird, yeah, actually, mad I had, a, I, had a dad, I had a dad who had a boy on his lap who just didn't stop swearing. And, and, his, and his son couldn't have been more older than seven. He yeah, was sitting on his lap and he just kept yeah, swearing. Yeah. That's like, wrong. Yeah. There was a weird homophobic thing going on with our yeah. what? There was a bloke who was just going on and on about the gay gooners. That was weird. Like, there was no evidence of any gay gooners in the vicinity. <laughs> what were they saying? Like, how would you know? <laughs> they were just going on. They were obsessed with it. Just going on about it. At one point, just for half time, they were like two, like, miming, bumming each other. It was just distressing, the whole thing. Anyway, enough of that nonsense. How, the actual how, how game. many minutes are we into the pod? Well, it's uh, 15, 16, 16 minutes. That's one of the best efforts good. ever of not talking about anything properly. <laughs> What do you want to say about the actual game, Josh? Well, I, I think maybe more got made out of the fact that we, we struggled to, to break down Reading and to, to win it as comfortably as we all thought. And hands up, I was guilty last week of saying I thought we'd win by, you know, I think 3-0 I predicted. But there was only really one moment where I was like, oh crap, which is where I think when they had about five minutes left in the game and Pogremniak went through and just completely bottled it. Like, completely yeah, bottled. Yeah. So it was only really one moment where like, we might be in danger here. And even then we'd have had like probably you know, eight, nine minutes to, to, to try and get the goal back if we, if we had. I think ultimately we were the better team. We didn't play very well, but we were the better team. I think Wenger was pretty gracious in, in victory by saying the Reading were better than he thought they were. They were more mm. committed in the challenge. They were harder. They wanted it. They, they fought like a team that probably have one chance in their lives to, to get to an FA Cup final. And I think in the end we, we, we weren't great But we, we did enough I think if Ramsey scores the chance Which actually at the time I didn't think was such a bad miss But then you watched it back on TV It was I mean He should have obviously just scored Killed the game Then if you, you win it in You know A bit more comfortably And people forget about it I think Alan made the point to me on Saturday That we haven't won a game there In 90 minutes Which is a weird quirk of Man, the stats. Man City 
Okay, okay, well. yeah, okay. No, but like that, the whole final obviously took yeah. to extra time. Wigan took to extra time. Birmingham obviously went against to extra time Painley, and, lost. and also against we, all against weaker opposition. Yeah. Weaker opposition. If you, t- I thought we were rubbish. Yeah. I have to say. Well, if I, I thought we were just okay. I thought we were six like, out of ten all over the pitch. If you, if you mm. take out, if you Quite take bad. out. That's pretty bad, isn't it? I mean, I for it's bad for the I just felt, it felt like Reading were operating at the height of their powers, and we were mm. absolutely not operating. No one made yeah, it agree. except for... And yet we still came through it. But lucky, though. We were, we were lucky. lucky. That goal. Think, that goal. Yeah, well, I on. felt we were the stronger team. Their goalkeeper literally threw the ball into his <laughs> own net. Our, our goalkeeper think, didn't do too great. I think we oh, came no. through it. I think we came through it because we played against a really, really poor team. Someone on the train, just the strangers. As a, as a football games they do they just talk to you um, said oh we have to make sure we don't underestimate Reading but Reading are rubbish uh, with, <laughs> with all due respect I mean uh, someone said oh you know Steve Clark got them playing well they they haven't won a game since uh, they beat Bradford in the, in the quarter final they lost to Birmingham 1-0 last night at home I, their season's over I know yeah. but um, you know they're not, they're not like Wigan last year were in the playoffs and they finished fourth or somewhere around there whereas Reading are close to the bottom of the of the league I think we went in there assuming that we'd win yes and, they, and like, like you said they play to the absolute height of their powers mm. and we did just about enough and that includes the goalie like I said throwing the ball in the back of the net I think we may well have scored after that had had we not have done because I think we did have enough on the day but it's just yeah it would have been nice to have actually turned them over more convincingly there's a couple of points here I just want to, when you're talking about the goalkeeper because I read this stat today which I put on the sheet in front of us they said according to Opta Ospina is the only regular Premier League goalkeeper not to make a single error leading to a shot this season and Chesney made six in 17 appearances. And there's only one goalkeeper worse than that, which is your mate Rob Crean, who's made seven. That's so that's not, that's not an error oh, leading highly, to a goal. It's an error leading to a, sh- well, leading to a <laughs> yeah. shot, never mind a goal. That's, so that's incredible. Quite that's a good stat. I mean, I have to say, Alan, I mean, I'll be happy if Chesney never darkens our goalkeeper, goal, goal wow. net again. Yes, yeah, yeah, um, I, mean, I don't want to sound too although, dramatic, but... It was a slight deflection on Saturday that I didn't notice about the first six or seven times (laughs) I saw it. I just want to give him a very slight excuse, but he should have done far, far better. And those stats, I know sometimes people say stats don't lie and things like that, but that's actually one individual stat that he's solely responsible for (laughs) because you you can't say, well, it's bounced off of someone. He has directly... Um, given I don't si- know how they decide what an error it is. I assume they have some sort of. Well, it's at least. I'm assuming it's the same silly, system for everyone. Silly way of throwing out the ball. I mean, he did it. Or poor kicks. He, he actually did it. Um, I think with about 15 minutes yes, to go. He did. Yeah. Uh, and and I mean that nearly led to someone being um, mm. a two-on-one situation. What do you think he'll do for the final? Oh, he's been on play. No, he so could play a spin. I think when it comes, think about it. Played Fabianski last year. Yeah, fucking yeah. And if he does, honestly, I'll be so furious. You've got to play your best. And I'm sorry, but Chesney is clearly, and without any doubt, not our best option in goal. And not only that, he's an, he's an annoying type as well. Someone told me, one of the many conversations I had with people who kind of had a slight inside you know, thing about what's going on, like, someone told me, I can't remember who it was, and this ale- allegedly told me that, um, as if we're going to be legally challenged, that some, the, the, the people in the club don't like him, like they're fed up with him, they think he's arrogant. And, and yet does make all these mistakes and you know they're kind of just personality wise but obsessed with uh, taking all his selfies and doing all his you know all that kind of stuff and just not not the right player so I, 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 th- I hope we get rid of I him I got that so. impression from the fans day when um, I think when you, when you go you, you actually get a ticket to then oh, yeah. have five of the players sit yeah. in front of you after you've watched them train on the pitch and we were in the front row and I was there with my son and I just got that impression from the, from the person that was actually there from the club arranging where the players sat and the other players with him I just got the impression that he isn't 
one of the favourites and no. doesn't get on well with people. Yeah. But I suppose when you are a keeper, you have to be slightly different and in you know that kind of personality. But I don't. Think, I, well, I mean, it seems like a lovely chap. That, though, yeah. Just on the show, is that I've heard from the people who deal with the media team there. Yeah. They do like him because he okay. was always the one where no one would speak to the the media. After oh, these I think he loves terrible that. defeat. Oh, no, don't get me It'd wrong. always show up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he loves he speaking to the face. media. Loves nothing better than speaking to the media. Yeah. That's part of the problem. But then that's good. if you are like the PR guy in charge of a team yeah, and the media sure. manager, yeah. and you've just lost six in at Chelsea. I mean, I'm not blaming him. No for one that. wants to speak, and you've got to give the journalist someone, and he's the only one willing. That makes you a bit more popular, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, Ricky. Th- yeah, no, uh, unfortunately, I I really would like him to play Ospina, but I don't think he will. I, I'm I completely share your opinion on Chesney. I, I mean, what was it? Uh, one all with not long left of the game. Was it Shalaba, Shabella, the yeah. Chelsea uh, yeah. Moni had a shot that was just catching practice, and he tipped it around for a corner. I mean, he, he never looks convincing anymore. Mm. Ospina, I know, is very unorthodox, but I'd rather I'd rather we sign a goalkeeper. But um, no, for me, I'm happily, happily for Chesney to well, go. Let me, throw, let me throw this in quickly because Hugo Lloris has apparently yeah, said to Tottenham that he wants Champions League football next season. He's not going to get it with them. I Do wonder, we want him? I, they, they, wouldn't sell up. they wouldn't sell no, us at best keeper. I thought Dave Seaman made an interesting comment this morning, which he said, even though Ospina's not physically a large goalkeeper, he's a goalkeeper that makes the goal look small. He said he thinks he's brilliant in terms of like yeah. using his body to yeah. like to get across a goal. Yeah. And he he was uh, you know from the comments he was making today, he was saying you know Ospina's clearly the number one. Oh, Maybe he has a word with Wenger about it because I don't want. I can just see it now. Some like, like letting Benteke do some ludicrous thing yeah. that's Chesney's fault in the final. Well, it's interesting because like, he also, you know, we're talking about he had to play his best team and I think when we spoke last week, I, I threw out the idea, is he going to bring back Debussy and play Gibbs? Oh yeah, or, you did and, put it there, that's true. And he, and he did. I, I thought I thought that was weird as well. And Gibbs, I mean, I'm all in favour of... That's a, I think it's the first thing I said to Josh when he sat down. I said, I cannot believe <laughs> he's put into full-backs that are coming back for game time in in a game on a big, big pitch where we're just going to be under the caution of physical players. No, No, they're both bad. Kieran Gibbs is a poor player anyway, I think. I I like Gibbs. I like Gibbs. It's not like we had so many... We we haven't got so many games. I've got to explore this. (laughs) All right, hold on. We had a week of recovery from the previous games. It's not like... I didn't really see why, you know... And another eight days, you know, until the next game. What is Chelsea? What do we like Gibbs as? No, I think Gibbs is a person. A <laughs> I reckon he's no, lovely. I think, Gibbs, I, think, well, yeah, I think he might be too. But he's a decent player. Okay, he's, not, I'm not, he's no Ashley Cole, but I think he's a decent player. I think Nacho Monreal has honestly, had. A, don't I think, think he is. I it? think if you take away, I think Monreal has been okay. Not in the not our best player of the season, but our most improved mm-hmm. player by a long way. But I've always thought he's a decent player. I think Gibbs is okay. I actually think though. I was disappointed Giroud didn't start, but I understand why well. But, you know, we're bringing in a 12 million, 50 million pound striker to play against Reading. And I also think, yes, Debushi and Gibbs hadn't played much. But, we're, again, we're playing against Reading. Yes, it's a semi-final. But if you don't play them in games, they're going to end up getting disappointed. And I think Bellerin and... Bellerin was our fourth choice right back at the beginning of the season. Yeah. And we're now putting in our, our first choice. So I don't. I know he hadn't played for a while, but I understood it. And Monreal played a lot of football. Gibbs is going to be thinking he's, not, he's never going to play if he can't get a game at all. I don't think that's a bad thing. I honestly don't think he's of the quality that we need. But I, I think what's so good this season, we've had two decent left back. Okay, I, I know you don't like Gibbs, but we've had two decent <coughs> uh, options at left back. Yeah. I think with modern football, you have to rotate. And I think if you don't, if, if Gibbs is sitting there going, right, I'm never getting a game, he's, he's, he's looking elsewhere. And then we've got to bring another left back. Because we have to have two players at that position. No, true, true. But I, I'm. I'm I'm almost certain that you could you could get a better left back as backup, but yeah. But uh, again, Monreal, we used to think Monreal was a perfect option for backup, or at least I did. And now he's overtaken Gibbs, which is absolutely fair enough. I think, though, again, I just 
we're playing against Reading, who are 18th in the championship. Wenger probably thinks, look, I can, I can do a little bit of rotation. I can throw in uh, Gibbs, and it's not going to make any difference because Gibbs has played against the Champions League teams. But uh, Josh, are you, are you right word for word in saying that Wenger did say afterwards that he was surprised by how Reading it, it was? Yeah, was that was that word for word? He the said word he was surprised. surprised he said from having watched them on the video, he was surprised how committed they were. He spoke yeah. about their commitment. Oh, yeah, no, that, he said and that, how strong I saw they were in the I, I watched. He said I recorded. He said that on. Uh, you say on that? TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surely the biggest game in. I think someone said in eighty. Uh, last it was their first semi-final in eighty-eight years. Yeah, eighty-eight years in club. Could you not guess that? Yeah, Could you not know, guess that the I commitment agree. might be a bit higher? Could you not? It's, that, it's the psychology. Yeah, in fact, that's a good point because for me, the decision. I mean, you know, I'm slightly contradicting myself because I, one of my complaints about the whole season is he hasn't rotated enough. But having borne that in mind, for the semi final and again for the final, you should definitely play your best team. I don't care who we're playing. For me, especially when we haven't got fixture congestion yep. anymore, you know, it's fine. And then to pick those particular players that were going to be rustier, you'd think. Any, I mean, I, you know, what do I know? But you'd think Wenger would know. But on the big pitch at Wembley, it just felt like a weird decision. Those two players particularly. I didn't mind the Welbeck thing so much, actually. I thought, it takes a well, while that's interesting. to get into match it form, one, regardless right. of that's the, It was almost like you half expected to play Joe yeah. Wilshere and bloody Diaby as well next. You know, it's like, <laughs> I just thought it was all slightly odd. And then when he gave that interview, I thought the whole thing is a bit like he is... is it comes from the top it comes from his attitude and he's being a bit complacent about Reading then the rest of the players are going to be a bit complacent already and they were complacent it's and not that was like we didn't have a warning and it's not like we have, this happens every fucking year we do that I mean I'm, not, I'm sounding a bit harsh but I do think it's again you know it does come from him it comes from the top and I thought that yeah. interview where he said he underestimated and was surprised by all that I thought that's just a bit weird for you to say that it's definitely there. weird to say you're surprised by a team's commitment especially yeah. in, in an FA Cup semi-final I'm, I'm completely guessing it might have been you know I, I think not to moan about the referee but I think there could have been I mean the third what was they got? we got one yellow card each I mean even the guy that took down Walcott where he had no attempt to play the ball in the last kick of the game didn't get a yellow he card was the whole lenient, game yeah. Yeah. I very think there were very two lenient or maybe blatant he was, yellows oh, he definitely, definitely. Oh, Norwood in midfield I mean yeah. Norwood um, Oliver, Oliver yeah, Norwood was he, was, he was the guy with the blonde hair yeah he, he tripped he tripped someone going across the halfway line that was just about to oh. break with three players yeah. in front of him oh yeah they, I, I think maybe yellow. maybe is pointing to the fact that the referee was very uh, leaning, leaning towards yeah, them, their commitment yeah. border. maybe if we lost he would have been a bit more moaning about it but who knows <laughs> but we're there behind. we're there yeah we're there. They're on the plus we're side we are in our let, let's, let's take a step back and remember we're in our second cup final in two years and I mean, we'll be favourites. We'll be favourites. Yeah. Well, we I'm will, already scared about. I'm scared already but, about Penteco. But you won't get you won't get paid out because um, the last the last semi-finals and finals uh, that Arsenal have played, not not including the Community Shield at Wembley, but the last uh, semi-finals and finals we've played for betting purposes. Even though we've been odds on favourites against Birmingham, odds on against Wigan, odds on against Hull, odds on against Reading. Um, we, you wouldn't have actually been paid out as a bet because obviously mm. they last for 90 minutes so you've oh. actually lost well, all of those you could have backed you, Arsenal to win the trophy and then well you could have done and you would have got paid but not many people operate that way when, no, when well, they're placing day. bets yeah. and our, the last time we paid out as a winner on one of those markets on what? in the cup final? the last time we paid out as a winner in a neutral venue game excluding semi-finals and finals god this is a good stack last time on. we played out as a winner Chelsea? No, no. What did we do in 2005? 2003 against Southampton. 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 Oh so nearly 12 years, if you were back in Arsenal in those games, you would have lost. One of won a semi-final final. So I think the, the conclusion well, we come to, you make hard work. Do not, bet, <laughs> do not bet on Arsenal in these Definitely games. Definitely back us to win the trophy if you want. Yeah. 
Is it is it extra time and penalties in the final? Is it? Yes. Yeah, 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 of course, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you're already preparing yourself I'm, I'm definitely preparing <laughs> you're myself you're going to get there a bit late because <laughs> yeah, right. is going all the way yeah, we'll right stay too, and yeah. have dessert in our pub yeah. have you got, is it going to be the same routine for the final are you not um, I hope yet? so yeah I think um, Dermot's got to do some charity events for us so he can get tickets and stuff yeah oh, okay. uh, but you'd hope yeah yeah, uh, yeah. What's good? did you get to the final last year yeah yeah, yeah. was there yeah in hospitality that was the only way I could get there uh, if you remember yeah. yeah but we'll find we'll find a way the other brilliant thing about being in the I've mentioned this all the way through the, the cup run this year is that it's on BBC One so I mean obviously I'll be there hopefully I'll be there but there was a good song that was written about for Gerard this year oh I will come to I'm going to look it up well the fact that it's all happening like on Gerard's birthday and, oh there are loads of like hilarious <laughs> Gerard piss taking things but you know full build on BBC One and you know the whole you know it's, it's a knockout on the Maybe not. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I'm really excited about it. Yeah, I felt that on Saturday was not an anticlimax, but because it had all happened last year, and because we were quite unvinc- unconvinced, the whole day and everything about it seemed yeah, it was a bit with of atmosphere, wasn't it? it was. You're right. Yeah, the, that's part of it. Yeah, part of the whole thing. Yeah, I think there's a complacency there, about the fans paper yeah, in a way. I think having you can't there, sing because it's too. Yeah, too <laughs> Kaiser much Chiefs there, yeah. <laughs> are playing. Yeah, full decibel. You couldn't have you heard us. Get, yeah. You can't get asked. I think something's going. Having been there and beaten Hull in the final. You forget that the semi-final is a bit like oh, okay, we'll be yeah. back soon. I know but that sounds really ungrateful. No, I know spoiled, what you mean. But yeah, but retaining maybe the, cup, the play, maybe the players felt like yeah, that. Maybe. When's the last time? Anyway, when's the last time anyone retained the cup? It was, I think, it Chelsea. Was, uh, Chelsea. No, yes. Not that long ago. This is a song. <laughs> Damn. It's Steve Gerrard, Gerrard. He's taking it very hard. Sat at home with his birthday card. Steve Gerrard, Gerrard. Oh. So that's one for the final. That's you can get good. all the get everyone singing it, Boyd, in the uh, corporate section or wherever you'll be. We're in the normal seats. Josh, it's good okay. to get some singing from you, though, on the, on the <laughs> podcast. It's always a bonus. That uh, could be a feature. Yeah. But anyway, so if we retain the cup and come second or third or whatever, that's, that's, that's pretty good, isn't it? Are you happy with that? Look, he says winning the FA Cup in second place is improvement. We'll take it, and then we'll win the league next year. Oh, steady on. <laughs> Bold. Well, we, uh, look, that, I'll take that. You know, we'd have all taken yeah. it at the beginning of the season. Yes. When we... Is there anything else you want to tell us about? Did you watch the press conference today then? The Wenger press conference? Today, yeah. I watched, I watched like the first half of it. It was a bit of a rush today. But uh-huh. I, I feel I got the key points in yeah. to our menu here because there, there was chat on Fabregas and Vieira oh, yeah, so he and said, the Champions League seeding. So we can talk about that. Well, Fabregas, he said, I regret that, I, that he wanted to leave here. This club and myself had a very positive influence on Seth's life. I want every player to be respected and I want Seth Fabregas, when he comes to the Emirates on Sunday, to be respected like he deserves. He's not going to be. Good luck with He's going to get dog's abuse. He will, I mean, yeah, he will get abused, won't he, Ricky? Yeah, I, if I really think about it, I feel like maybe he shouldn't because supposedly he wanted to come back to us, but I'll, I'll boo him. I think it's just I hate Chelsea so much and the fact that he yeah. plays for them, I'm still... Yeah, still is, I, yeah. I think there's going to be a weird dynamic in the stadium where maybe 30% of Arsenal fans are going to be clapping him. Yeah, I think he might be right. And about oh, yeah, 70% are going to yeah, be, so yeah, gonna be It's kind of sad like he was... He was our, you know, he was our staff for like yeah. a long yeah. time and our captain. Seems a bit sad that we kind of can't give him some I think sort it's of applause. incredibly sad. And also, it's not like he went to a Man United. There's a bit, I know he's ended up at, you know, a Man United at Chelsea, whatever it will be. But he went home kind of thing. He yeah. did go back to Barcelona to, which was kind of the only place he was going to leave us for at the time. But have we got to the bottom of whether it was his fault in the we summer don't know. that he no. didn't well, come I'm, to yeah. us and did Suppose he want Suppose that, I, you know, from, from everything we said at the time, it was Arsenal's choice. But yeah. yeah. His PR team have been quite good in almost forcing Arsenal fans to think that it wasn't his choice. Yeah. Well, um, I, I think that might that be true. That story seems to have 
mm. sort of been the accepted version of events. Yeah, I don't know what to believe about that. Uh, the other thing is, well, he, he left, um, not, not, when he went to Barcelona, fine, but he also did that kind of like struck, strike, went on strike, yeah. struck. That was dodgy, wasn't it? <laughs> His behaviour. You've just reminded me weeks. of that, Boyd. I'm yeah. booing. I'm yeah. going in the 70s. That, but that's why I think it goes back to then. You know, if that didn't happen, these yeah. things matter. You know, I'm going in the 70s. And, and he shares a change room with John Terry, so. Yeah, How much God, can you sickening. Like him? sickening. Yeah. It's a shame that Chelsea beat Man United. It's a big shame, it's huge big shame. shame. Good and they totally, bit, and Man United had 70% of the play. Right, let's just, I mean, we've got to move on to what's going to happen. I mean, it's so depressing. Already, I can see Jose Marino's really annoying. So this is face. We've never, Savenga's never, never beaten, beaten him. him. How embarrassing is that? 12 attempts. If, he, if we win on Sunday, honestly, I don't care what happens the rest of the season. I'll be so happy. I, it, it's just, it's got to be like this point. How can it be that Arsene Wenger has never it's, beaten that him is 12 attempts? I can tell you exactly why. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I, I know why. I just one's an extremely good manager <laughs> No, don't be so mean. <laughs> and one's Jose Mourinho, right? Did anyone read that before we talk about Chelsea in full? Did anyone read that extraordinarily long Guardian article about Wenger this week? The massive I've, I've, Oh, my, my God. Alan, must you, you read it? <laughs> no. It was the most sickening thing I've <laughs> ever read in my whole Coffee life. Who? Uh, it was weird, wasn't it? It, it, it called him the, the martyr yeah, of Italy. The martyr. It was an epic. It, honestly, it, I'm not. Exa- it must be about ten thousand words. Yeah, so like, and a mini long. novella. Did you see it? I've started reading it. Yeah, a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs> you bookmarked. Yeah, it yeah. To go it, back a couple of things are weird about it's it. So long. It was written by this American guy who's like a novelist who's only who's been supporting Arsenal for like a few years. And see, this is what I don't like, boy. Yeah, a lot of people complaining about it. On, I mean, a lot of like you know kind of those people I, I hate those Arsenal fans that don't kind of snobbish about new fans and things no, like that. but if you're going to write a 10,000 word article I think you should get, kind of there's certain things you should get right and, you should get to certain yeah. levels of your support before you churn Maybe. stuff like that out it was interesting I don't mind anyone coming no. along I mean I'll take but they did portray there. him no. as this kind of religious mythic sounds Catholic good. Sounds good, figure it? well I've called? literally just pulled up on my phone if anyone wants to find it yeah. so it's by a fellow called Corley Miller there you go so, uh, you well all you need it. to do is go to Jeff Arsenal's uh, oh, yeah, account because he absolutely yeah. loved it, yeah. but uh, yeah. you know, um, it's taken me. Like, I still haven't got to the bottom. It just scrolled. Oh, it's Never so mind reading. Oh my god! Yeah, but you have to put aside a couple of hours, like a day. To yeah, read Ricky it. sort of read Ricky, it half Ricky's an hour got, before Ricky's bed. Got a day got off. Second book, after book book next week. Yeah, <laughs> and then once you've read it, you've then got literally about seven hundred comments from people like There's mostly now a thousand, furious. A thousand. Oh my god, that's gone up. Comments. That's gone up a lot from a couple of hours ago. It's. it's I mean, to be fair to the Guardian, it's it's interesting and quite. It's kind of like veers between being quite well written and being a bit poncy and overly. But anyway, I don't. What the reason I brought it up was. Because when you're comparing Mourinho and Wenger, as you, as you just have, I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? That comparison, because he compares the two in the article a lot and talks about how Mourinho's always had the most money to spend wherever he's gone, blah, blah, blah. But, but it, that's all fine. But when it comes tactically, and though that game against Man United, every, and all those recent games, and then they just do exactly what's needed, don't they? And they've always done exactly what's needed against us. Uh, does anyone Absolutely. think there's anything different going to happen on Sunday? No, I, 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 they comfortably handle us. Yeah. W- w- whichever the game situation uh, dictates. I mean, even last year when it, it was just before Christmas and it was terrible weather at, at the Emirates and they came for a nil-nil to try and nick a 1-0 on the break and, th- th- I mean, they made us look... They, ma- they actually made us look bad in, in the nil-nil uh, as much as they did in, in the 6-nil. Mm. Uh, I mean, he's, he's quite capable... Of stopping Arsenal scoring as he did as he did in I think three games last season, I think oh, we only God. scored one goal across yeah. across the three. And you know he's a very good, very very good manager. I don't care about the assets. I, I think if you, I genuinely think if you gave him twenty clones at the start of the season and and Wenger twenty clones at the start of the season, you said right, you've got to get these as high as you can in the Premier League. 
Jose Mourinho would finish above Arsene Wenger mm. 10 times out of 10. And I think that is the difference. And that's why the, there's a zero in Wenger's <laughs> column against him. Mm. Josh, any, uh, do you disagree with that? Or any, any hope I don't know if he would finish 10 times out of 10. I don't know, because oh, who's got... It's almost proven. Wouldn't you feel that Chelsea have got a better squad? Well, they have, but I'm saying... So then how, we never really had a fair, fair game on it. A fair game, but look... It's not like Bellerin and Walcott like, lining up at the same start point for their sprint. Okay, well, for their of, sprint. Of, 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 the, of the game... So, so for the game on, on Saturday, assuming that Costa's not Sunday. fit... Sunday. Uh, on Sunday. Mm. Assuming Costa's not fit, even if he is, put him in there and go 11 v 11. Because a lot of the time when, when those comparisons are made between the two squads, it's, it's very rare that they four, would I think all four defenders would get in ahead of ours. No. And that's a problem. I, like Ivanovic, I'd take... I'll put Cahill, Sherry, yeah, no, definitely. And that's a big problem. Definitely and the goalkeeper, obviously. So, like, oh, quite I just lot, think yeah. we're like, I don't know how we can compare. When well, I feel their like wage bill is less than team. ours this season. So, isn't that, wasn't that proved to be a slight myth, though? Yeah, I think it was. Wasn't that, wasn't that, I think there's some kind of late, late, late yeah. explanation of that that the, wasn't necessarily the, true. I think they've got sort of 49 if you look at all their loan But it's very close, If you take those out. I mean, I think the squad strengths now. Are closer than they yeah, have been. Maybe our bench is so, probably better than them. Our, our bench, bench more we can better, put out, but I don't think our first eleven yeah. is. Are they are they six or seven goals better than us last season from from those two sides? When you saw oh, no, the, the game not, at right. kickoff, I remember that game well. I mean, it was a, it was a not, well, no, of course exactly. we can't be losing six. Now. And for for you know Wenger's thousandth game, you'd think um, and my birthday more importantly, <laughs> <laughs> you'd um, think they gave it their best yeah. shot that day. But look, I mean. Well, it'll be, it, it kind of doesn't matter, does it? Sunday. It I mean, what? to Chelsea, to Chelsea, like there's no relevance. Yeah, Chelsea will turn up. They lose, draw, right? yeah. yeah, they'll get a point. But I mean, even if they lose, they win the league. But as an absolute canter, so it's kind of like probably the one. Yeah, but they'll come and get their. I mean, they'll come and get their point yeah. if they want it, won't they? Yeah, I think they'll win. And, and I think Jose Marino just likes beating us. I think they will yeah. try. Him. I think. I think. Well, there's kind of. I don't no, think they'll part of the bus. Yeah, well, I think yeah, there's no reason for them to part of the bus no. because. So, so if I ask point you now, point, they'll win a if fair. I ask you now to 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 judge the betting market, who would you think was? was I know Arsenal are favourites for the strong, game of the best thing. Strong, strong, strong really? favourites this weekend. Fucking you can get only lost you one home get game, right? Over two to one on the Chelsea victory, which really? I think is one of the best bets you will ever have. God, but Arsenal have only lost one home game this season, right? United. Yeah, and that's exactly that's exactly the way the odds have actually been. Yeah, the odds have really been. I don't think we'll lose. I think I, I agree. Well, Ricky, you, I you don't think we'll lose. I don't draw, think we'll lose. Draw, draw, no. I think draw. Chelsea would be happy for a draw just because of they. They won't want to lose, but they also probably will be happy with. They'll be happy with a draw. Of course, they'll be happy with a draw. What do you think, boys? Um, I think yeah. I think we probably will draw. Yeah, but one 0 nil nil. I mean, you're in you're in good form in your prediction. Yeah, I think I might go for uh, I might go for a one 0 Yeah, I'm going one 0 nil nil for a long time, and then one 0 Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> Okay. And I think we'll be one nil up. This is what's going to happen. We'll be, we'll go one nil up, kind of. I don't know after within about the first twenty twenty five minutes, and for a long time we'll be one nil up, and then they will f- infuriatingly equalise. I've, ju- I've put a few of the uh, moments between Arsenal and Chelsea down there in front of us because you know we we've spoken about Walcott at length in the last few weeks, and it sort of made me remember that his first ever goal for Arsenal was sort of famously in that in that Carling Cup final back in two thousand and seven, where you know we lost towards the end. Amazing to think you know, at the time how exciting was that. A really great finish from like a young, fresh teenage Theo Walcott, and yet sort of hasn't really. You know, right. we couldn't believe it. Here we are, like, and every you know, year since it's going to be his just, year. It's kind yeah. of yeah. Do you think he might play him? <laughs> no, no. There's something weird there. <laughs> no, going, forever, forever away from the but his comments on up every week. Yeah, 
and Oxlade. Oxlade's still out. Yeah, so there's one player less. Sure. Hello, can I just say my favourite item on the whole menu? You've written Arteta won't play Sunday. <laughs> well, I hope bloody doesn't play the game. Well, no, they said he's back Sunday. in full training. Oh, well, but the comment from yeah, from Arsenal today was that he's he's not ready for a for well, match I think, action. I think Cochrane was our best player again on Saturday against Reading. Yes, yes, he was. Um, uh, just this Champions League seedings is an interesting angle because there's new new laws from uh, UEFA for the seedings for next season. So they're going to have the seven top ranking countries. Their champions of their domestic leagues are going to be in the first pot along with the Champions League winner. And if the Champions League winner is one of those seven teams, the eighth ranked country, which is Holland at the moment, will have their champions put into. So basically it means we're going to be in the second now, pot of seeds next th- year. This came as a complaint from Manchester City and all their money and their backers that regardless of winning the league last year, they actually the always pot. end up in a very, very difficult group. Yeah. And it's always hard for them to go through. So I'm sure that they were lobbying at UEFA for some kind of special not dispensation for champions, but some special recognition of champions. And this is exactly what's happened mm. with, if you're champions, you are the top seed from that country. I mean, you know, it won't be affecting them. You've outperformed the rest. Yeah, it won't affect, it won't affect them, it won't affect us. I mean, we never get beyond the bloody round of 16. Same round of 16 anyway, who cares? Um, yeah. That's my verdict on that. Um, before we move on to, have we done specific predictions? Have we, should we do, should we I'll leave throw some? in 1-0 to Arsenal. All right. I'll go 1-1, one, one. you've gone 1-1. One, one. Alan? Alan, it's Chelsea uh, win. 2-1 to Chelsea. Yeah. Okay. Um, player of the season, should we do this now? Well, it, this came off the back of the oh, comments yeah. from Arsenal today saying he expects Alexis Sanchez will run uh, Eden Hazard very close for PFA Player of the Year. Hazard, I think, you'll, you'll know Alan in betting terms, is, is a heavy favourite, I think. Yeah, he's a strong, strong favourite. Him favorite. and Harry Kane, uh, maybe. Uh, amazingly, Harry Kane's second favourite, but... One thing I would, I would warn people on that, if, the, if they were betting and suddenly thought that Kane was a, a decent bet, uh, the, the votes actually get made at the end of February by all the players. And I think Kane mania was around March, wasn't it? With, yeah. I mean, I, I know, he's had, I know March, he's had a good season, mm. uh, which pains me to say it on, the, on, 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 think, on here. I think but Kane's a second I think, choice, though. I think, I think a lot of the, a lot of the um, euphoria, the, all the you know, razzmatazz around Kane was, was mainly in March mm. when he scored for England mm, in that point. game. And uh, the players would have already voted by then. So I, I'm pretty sure that Hazard will get it. But I think he deserves to run him closer. I, I agree with Wenger. Yeah, I agree, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, presumably Kane will win Young Player of the Year, won't he? So yeah. I'd have thought could so. be. Hazard I'd could affect so. it. He should he win is both. Still, if he wins, he, if he he wins the top player, him. he should, in theory, yeah. win the Young Player. The last double winner, I think, Bale? Uh, Gareth Bale, yeah. I think so. World's greatest. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah. Um, uh, happy with uh, happy with that, Josh? I think so. I think it's been a tremendous podcast. Yes. Oh, I meant. Is um, that what you mean? No, I'm, I'm glad you're happy with the podcast. I thought you were kind of like. No, so we do, I meant happy on? with Alexis being. In, in oh, with Alexis. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. he's up there, isn't he? Yeah. He's he's, um, he's certainly been along with Kazula. I think our oh, star performer of the season. Obviously, Monreal's had a good season. Cochrane's had half a good Cochrane season. Had amazing. Season. Yeah, but only half. Yeah, yeah. He only came back in January, so we can't yeah. really count. Sanchez, I imagine, could could come third. In that, in that race Hazard, Kane, Sanchez which you know considering it's his first January, season I think the argument yeah, exactly. yeah I was going to say Sanchez has really gone off the board but the thing is as I said, as I, said I was with my brother and we both said before he uh, he both had a we both said he had a quiet game but he is capable okay the goal he threw it in the back of the net but he had a poor yeah. whole game and he scored yeah. two goals that yeah. is what he's capable of I yeah. think I think he's definitely gone off the and board slightly a, but he's so important for a first year in English football oh incredible brilliant yeah. it's great because you often have that that you know you I always get a season for free you've got to remember he played the World Cup he played in the World Cup as well yeah. so, so oh, really he's a phenomenon in, yeah. in terms of him. fatigue he could him. be reaching you know peak peak yes. fatigue at the moment 
Yeah. Uh, thank you very much. I'm glad you think the podcast is good as well. Oh, terrific. <laughs> um, very solid God performance. Uh, thanks to Josh. Thanks to Ricky and Alan. And uh, we'll be back next Thursday. Next Thursday. Oh, we need to change nights one night because Dermot wants to come back. Dermot. D- oh, fantastic. Dermot plays football on a Thursday. Does he? So he can never do Thursdays. So I think we need, need to have a, okay, we'll you know, have have a, a think about that. Anyway, that's that. a bit of um, planning. They're okay, thrown good. in logistics. Logistics thrown in, but it's good news. Ed don't wants to come back on the now show. You, now you've called him out on the pod. He has to come back. Surely. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Exactly. Well, so, a hashtag going. Ha- yeah, hashtag Derma must come back to the bring podcast. bring, yeah. bring, bring Derma. That's better. It, it won't be as egotistical as uh, at Darren Arsenal. So I had to unfollow him after oh, his. What did he do? What did he do? Uh, I think they were, the club were doing a Q and A with Giroud or or a, a, a certain player. And he t- he said, uh, and the, the the club have tweeted, "You get your questions in." And at Darren Arsenal sent him, "Which podcast should I go on?" As if he's the most in demand person. Ever. I'm sure he's a lovely, lovely guy, <laughs> That's but funny. I, I think you know that egotistical really funny. rubbish like that. Oh, that Ridiculous. Funny. Okay. On that controversial end, <laughs> we will. We will how many wait. people? It's how many be people? Darren Arsenal and Darren. I was going yeah. yeah. to say, how many people have I insulted on this podcast? <laughs> yeah, Here, not not always, Darren not Arsenal, good. the announcer. At yeah, Wembley. Uh, that announcer. Yeah. Yeah, I've got to find out his name. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> Bye. This has been a Playback Media production. For all our other podcasts, go to playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.